Welcome to Rich People's Business Podcast with host Dana Haley and Reggie Ballard, your number one source for business advice, tips, and tricks. From building multi-million dollar companies to selling out comedy clubs, they're going to teach you how to get rich and stay rich. Hello, everybody. I am Dana Haley. And I'm Reginald Ballard, a.k.a. Bruh Man from the fifth floor. The, the <laughs> Reginald Ballard. We are yeah. Rich People's Business Podcast. That's right. We're going to try to attempt to uh, enlighten people how they can become rich like her, because I'm still <laughs> trying. No, he's rich. He's rich in many things. Yeah, right. He's rich in many things. As, <laughs> rich in bills. And, 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 and I am not as, <laughs> as, as rich as you are yeah, in a lot okay, of ways. Okay. So we're going to talk about those, those types of things, and we're going to enlighten as much as we can. Um, we just got to get people paid. The potential that you have already, you don't know, and we're going to try to try to like just this, this, uh, lift it up out you. We're not going to try. We're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Gotta, we got to stay. Happen in. Let's we got to stay. Happen. We got to stay in our positive as Let long as as long as we persevere. We know that um, we can be successful. That's right. And anything right. that we do. And so what we what we want to do is um, share our journey. We are both. Um, we are both tried and true in our in both of our crafts right um right. our career choices right, right we have really really persevered and pushed through a lot of different obstacles um and we just want to bring rich people's business to you we're going to talk about different ways to earn um extra income whether you work for somebody whether you work for yourself just different ways we're going to explore what we don't know we want to help navigate and have fun doing it and have fun doing it. And we want to learn with you because we don't know everything. No. But what we don't know, we'll bring in people to share and enlighten us. That We'll bring in the experts to enlighten us. And please tell us as we navigate this journey, mm -hmm. tell us what you want to hear. Um, let us know what you think, how we're doing, where we can improve. We are just um, regular Rich, folks. Yeah, excited, <laughs> excited, excited because... I feel that, you know, if you love doing what you do and you make a living and love doing what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's what it's about. I mean, you know, trying to let people see the potential that they have in themselves yeah. while getting rich, while making money, while being able to take, you know, trips that you want and, you know, not spend money on Unnecessary frivolous, things. Frivolous yeah. things. <laughs> there you go. I there mean, go. and I think rich is <coughs> subjective. Mm -hmm. It means different mm -hmm. things to different people. It's whatever it means to you. It's obtaining the things that make your life easy. Um, and I feel like at the end of the day, everybody can do it. Anybody. I mean, if she can, I know. Wait, anybody what? can. <laughs> Wait, what? If she can by herself. <laughs> what you Look, I'm talking about you know all the things that you you have done by yourself. I mean, you said it like you, I'm special. No, yeah, you are. You <laughs> but, are. but not you in a are. good way. I, I watched it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm an eyewitness to the things that this here young lady has done, and you know, very proud of you. You know, uh -huh. Ken folk right here, my cuz. You know, she put it down and um, came out to California, and she, we she had like two high, three houses now, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Something, something like that. But and I don't even see no wedding ring on this here girl. By yourself, by herself, <laughs> yeah, by herself. We, we, you know, we, we won't talk about that. <laughs> but I think for me, I think 
you know, I had all the I had all the obstacles well, in my in my way. I, yeah. I really, really, really did. And and I think, you know, there are different ways that people can look at, uh, oh, well, this person had this leg up and this person, you know, I come from mm -hmm. educators. Both of my mm -hmm. parents are educators. Mm -hmm. And so um, but I and so I think I had a, a bit of help in that way because I had an education. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that it did help. But at the end of the day, it was what was inside of me. I don't know if I was born with it, but I always mm -hmm. saw the brighter side. I will say this, and I don't know what your obstacles were because I want to talk mm -hmm. to you about that too. But for me, my mom, um, you know, they graduated, you graduate from college and you work a nine to five. Right. And so when I started my business, they didn't understand. It's like, what do you mean? Because mm -hmm. they work for somebody else. That was the, that right. was how you, that was what you do. You right. get how, what my grandma used to call it, a pension. You go, you go, you go, and you get a pension, <laughs> and you pension. work for somebody for thirty years. <laughs> but it's different now. It's a different. Yes, it's a, yes, I mean, and even yes. when I was, even when I was in, you know, my earlier years, I just knew I wanted to something different. I wanted yeah. to explore. I think by the time I was thirty, I turned into three different people because I had three different careers. Yeah, yeah. But I, my mom was one of those where, oh, you just gonna quit a job. You're not gonna work a job, and it's like, let me just see what I can do. I can yeah. bet on myself. Yeah. When did you know? And, no, no, but 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 you did. You did, and I was I was there to see it. I remember. I remember one time you you asked me for what you was like. I need two hundred dollars for my <laughs> for my rent. Now I can call her and get like two hundred thousand. <laughs> but, but but let me tell you about this brother. I asked him for two hundred, and to this day, I remember the amount because he gave me three fifty. Did I? Yes, he did. Uh, and he, and let me tell you, he drove he drove it to me thirty minutes out of the way uh, in the, in the middle of the night just to bring uh, it to me. I met him outside, and he uh, was like, "Whatever you need," he was like, "You always got it, and don't pay me back." Because I knew the potential. I knew what you was gonna be, girl. I knew you was gonna be a success out here because you were determined. And you had perseverance and you came through and you did what you had to do. You put it down. So, and that's kind of my story too. My story is, you know, I went to college. I majored in theater, came out to California. I told my friends, I said, look, I said, the next, I said, I'm, I'm going to Hollywood, hang with Stallone. Them. The next time you see him, I'm going to be on TV. Came out here. First movie I did with Stallone. Next time I seen him, I was on TV. What? That's it. Yeah. And, wow. Um, but, you know, it's just something that you do. It's, you know, I mean, I started off playing football. I was a football player, got scholarship mm -hmm. to Southern Methodist University, and um, I was one of the top linebackers in the country at the time. And, you know, um, it's a long story. If you ever heard of the death penalty at SMU in 1987, the big scandal, I was a part of that. Wait, and you were a part of it? I was a part of it. But know, not a part but of not it. But not a part <laughs> of it. Let's be very yeah, clear. I was there when it happened. <laughs> okay. And so, and that, it worked out for me because I was able to transfer to University of Missouri and um, start majoring in theater. And that's how I got out here. What? Theater, though? Yeah, yeah. What made you, what was it about? Ever since the fourth grade, maybe the four, second, fourth grade, I knew I wanted to be an actor. But I never, and that's another thing, I never told anybody what I wanted to do. I always kept it in the back of my head. And then when I had the opportunity, I jumped on it and that's how it happened. Because sometimes you can tell people your dreams and they'll always try to pull you down. Like, oh, man, it was you. you know, if I would have told my, my football player, you know, friend, buddy, it's like, man, I want to be on theater. What? Theater, man, that's for girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I understand. So, I understand. I never I told know. anyone. I never told anyone. I had, it on, I had it written on my wall. Every time I walked out my door my, in my, um, out from my room, it, it was football, track, and movies. So you knew. I knew. 
I, I watched every time I walked out the door, I, I looked at that little, it was little bitty. I don't even think my mother ever realized what I had on that paper. And I just walked out, looked at it every day. And that's what I did. It's, it was kind of like a vision board. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. And made it happen. And, you know, hey, the rest is history. That's, you know, that's why that's why we're here. It's important, to, it's important to write your visions down and to really have a plan. Yes, yes. You know, I think um, kind of what I was alluding to was that, you know, my <clears throat> mom, who is, you know, I wanted her to be my biggest cheerleader and I love my mom, but she pulled from what she knew. Mm-hmm, they knew mm-hmm, nine mm-hmm. to five, this is what you do That's because it. she was afraid That's that it. I wouldn't be successful. Mm-hmm. And so she thought she, she didn't think she was deterring my dreams, but I don't know if she knew fully what she had mm-hmm. in me as, as her child. And, um, and so I had to just know what I had inside of me right. and I was by any means necessary right, within right. The, the confines of being honorable. I did what I had to do and I didn't care if I had to work two, three jobs, whatever it took so that I could, I could live my, my value and live my truth. Yep. Yep. And that's what you have to do. You have to step out on the limb. If you don't step out on that limb, it'll never happen. You know, um, just think if I would have decided to stay in Dallas after we got the death penalty, I mean, I wouldn't have been where I am now, but I decided, Hey, let's do this. Let's go. Let's move. My mother was like, boy, are you serious? Go to the NFL. I didn't want to play in the NFL. (laughs) I didn't want to get hit all the time. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go and do something that I wanted to do. And now, you know, I've traveled now. I'm I'm on the road doing comedy. And that's the business that I started, you know, being on the road, doing comedy, making people laugh and uh, speak, you know, around the country. And, you know, because a lot of people want to know. You know, the character, bruh, man, they want to know a whole lot about that. <laughs> so yes. I made that a part of my business. It's something that I learned. I, I, I've, I've worked for somebody else and I was able to take it and make it an entity, you know, a whole a entity within itself. Mm-hmm. That's it. And do you think when you look at where you've been, is there anything that sticks out to you that you think could have tra- changed the trajectory of where you are right now? Was there a moment, like a pivotal moment where you said, oh, uh, maybe I shouldn't? Well, <clears throat> you know, I, I never was I never was one that partied a lot. I never was one that, you know, I, I never drank in my life, never smoked in my life. And I remember when I started doing comedy, I, I met a couple of people and they took me to a party in Chicago. That could have been detrimental because it's like, right. I want to go party. And because yeah. they told me, look, it was two women. They say, look, if you if we go in this club, and if you talk to another woman in here, we will leave you here. And I didn't know where I was. <laughs> so that could have been very detrimental. I probably wouldn't be here right now because when I, I say that to say this, you know, when you focused and you have your your eye on the prize, you know, you don't let stupid things yeah. sidetrack you and take you off of, of your game. And that was something yeah. that could have took me off my game, you know, so... Yeah, I, I think I think we have those moments, you know. Yeah. Um, for sure, for sure. I think that for me, um, I I really going out to LA and then being broke. There were many days where I felt like I felt as though maybe I should go home. What did I do? I was probably depressed for the first year. Uh, it was really rough, and so the road to entrepreneurship. It had so many twists and turns and ups and downs. You know, you're in your 20s. You're trying to find yourself, trying to figure out who you want to be, what you want to do with your life, um, and then hitting a million different brick walls. Because when I moved out here, you were the only person I had. And at the time, you were across town. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so um, it just it was very scary. 
Yeah. But um, I did it, which I always advise people, just do it afraid. Because right. you have to still do you, it. You have to. You have to. It's courage, man. Courage of those who are afraid, but go anyway. Yes. So um, I remember we came out, my wife and I came out. Um, Shout out to his wife. Yeah. She's, she's an let angel. Me you, let me tell you something. I would love to interview her. We just... were flat. We, we left Missouri, I think, with maybe 400 bucks. What? Came out to California and told my aunt. I said, look, I'm a... Coming out there, I'm trying to be an actor. She's like, oh, don't come out here. You know, you need to go to the NFL. I'm like, nah, we want to be an actor. And came out. And we didn't know. We stayed with my aunt for a week. And then we came into a little money. Uh, an unfortunate thing happened. You know, my wife, mother passed and left us, you know, a few dollars. Not much. But we was able to get an apartment. And then, you know, I got a job. I was delivering breaks. Never forget, man. I used to, <laughs> I used to deliver, deliver breaks to different break companies, I mean, different places. And... Um, then I, you know, got an agent, started auditioning. I used to, I love that job because I used to ride in the truck back and forth, delivering breaks. And I used to rehearse my scripts and stuff, you know, like my uh, auditions. So yeah, that helped me out. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. then things start, you know, popping, things start popping, you know, but you know, if we wouldn't have made that, that first move from the university of Missouri, left Missouri with 400 bucks, didn't know where we were going to land. We was like, Hey, but we knew we didn't, I, I never had in the back of my head that I wasn't yeah. going to make it. I never had that in the back of my head. I never had in, in, in the forefront of my head that I was going to make it. I just knew that I had to make the you move. you try. Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is, you're going to try. Whatever's going to happen, happen. But, um, you know, for everything you try, you're going to have a win. Yes, yes, yes. At some point, you're going to have a win. And I think that's what's important. Yes, because one thing you know for sure, that if you keep trying, something positive will happen. But you know this for sure, sure, that if you stop, nothing is going to happen. You know that. that yeah. That's guaranteed. So how did it feel to have that first big break? Oh, wow. Shoot, that first big break was, it, it was amazing. It was, <laughs> Carol, it was it was called um, Trials of Rosie O'Neill. And I was a bailiff, and I just had to say, uh, she's sitting down. <laughs> that was that your was line? It. That was my line. That Do you remember it. how much you got she's paid for it? I think I, I, to probably, what, Two, three thousand dollars to say. What? Yeah, uh, uh, she's sitting down. <laughs> Is that how you said it? <laughs> <laughs> she's getting ready, and that was it. That was it. You buck your eyes it. like that, that too. Everything yeah, that I was did, the whole. Had, that was the whole thing. I just knocked it out, and the next thing I know, man, I, I mean, I was calling everybody. Hey, yo, check me out on TV. I'm gonna be on TV. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> That was my first. That was my first thing, man. My first. So you felt like you felt like I nope, have arrived. No, 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 no. I take that back. My first big break was working uh, a movie called uh, I Love You to Death with Kevin Costner, uh, uh, Kevin, I mean, um, not Kevin Costner, uh, Kevin Klein, Trace Oldman, and uh, the late um, River Phoenix. Uh, that was my first one. and, and We love him. Yeah, I, and I was just supposed to be, a, this story here is going to trip you out. I was supposed to be a, a stand-in for Tommy Ford. Remember Tommy from Martin? Of course. May he rest in peace. That's my man. Of course. And he didn't show up to do the movie. So now I got the opportunity just to say something. I said, well, I'm, I'm going to have to start talking because that's the only way you can get your sad card. I said, I'm going to start speaking. I don't think they could do a 10-minute shut they up. they told you wasn't supposed to I speak? I wasn't supposed to speak. Oh, my gosh. But I knew, I said, the only <laughs> thing they could do is tell me to shut up or go home. I knew they couldn't put their hands on me. So I was like, I started talking. <laughs> <laughs> and the director, Lawrence Caston of the Big Chill and all, he came in and they gave me a contract. I signed the contract and that's how I got my union card, man. And River Phoenix was so happy for me. He was more happy for me than I he was. He was, he was a good soul, man. Dude, may he rest in peace. But he was jumping. Wow. He was punching me in my arm, man. Good dog, good dog, man. Good dog, man. Good for you, man. Good for you. 
And um, but you got, but you see that's the, that's kind of the it. thought. You stepped yeah. out on faith. Yeah. You were like, well, yeah. I'm gonna try this. Was it? Don't ask for permission. Long as they, ask long as, long as they, you know. But you know, <laughs> long as they couldn't put their hands on me. So, but, but now, when you made that first sale from your business, what was how, how was that? You know, when you got that first, you, you can actually say, man, this money right here is mine from from stepping out on that limb and doing what I want to do. Well, how did that feel to well, you? Well, let me tell you this. So I remember I remember going to a conference where they had all these companies set up, they had tables, and you walk in and you pitch your business. Mm-hmm. And I just remember walking in feeling though it was my only suit that I had. <laughs> and and I and I just remember walking in feeling feeling as though I was an imposter. Like right. they would see, oh, she doesn't belong. Mm-hmm. She does, mm-hmm. you know, and so it was really, really, I was really fearful going in. And as I started to sell the company, I got Honda was one of my first clients. And um, when I got that first check, it it wasn't all that. (laughs) Let's just tell you. It wasn't all that. But they gave me a shot. They they believed in me. Right. And they went out on a limb. They they started a mentor program to help me, to help navigate. And when I got the first payment from them, it... I felt validated, just mm-hmm. like just like mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. as as you right. did. It felt it felt good, but I just want to tell a, a quick little story. When so I'd been working with Honda for maybe what three three months, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh, we're gonna come do a site visit." And I was working out. Do you remember my <laughs> yeah, apartment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was working out of a one bedroom apartment. It was the size of my pocket. It was about this. <laughs> he knows this apartment very well because every time his wife kicked him out, he slept on my couch. <laughs> he probably still has the key yeah, to that yeah, apartment right. that I, I don't have anymore. Do. Yeah, he yeah, probably still yeah, has it. Yeah. Uh, but I would work all night, so then he'd be like, "I'm going back to my wife. I can't. Yeah. I can't get any sleep here." But Honda came and they wanted to do a site visit, and so the lady on the way to the site visit, she said, "Oh, what are we gonna do when I get there?" And I'm thinking, she gonna, you gonna come in, you gonna turn around, you gonna go back to the office because there's nothing to see here. Ain't no wine and dining here. There's nothing to see here. She walks in and she said, "Oh, ish," and I said, "Oh, ish, good. Or, oh, ish, bad." <laughs> and she said, "If you made me feel like you are a multi-million dollar company uh-huh. out of this one room apartment," yep. she said, "I want to help you." And I'll never forget that lady. She was amazing. She did everything she could. And that was the start. That was the catalyst, as as well as my mentor, and who is the most amazing human being, Charles Harmon at Honda, who helped navigate much success for me and helped me understand how to work with corporate. Right. Um, really invested in me, and I think that's the thing. You yeah. got to find your tribe. That's right. That's you got to right. you got to find people that will pour into you just to pay, just to pay it forward. And your merchandise wasn't even in the apartment. You had your merchandise across <laughs> in the, garage. the alley in a little bitty, little like garage. a shed garage. <laughs> I had it I set up like that. a warehouse. I was very proud of that. And you used to wrap all the stuff up together yourself and 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 mail it and send the baskets and all that stuff to people. That was amazing. I used to see that girl do that. And I used to be like, wow. I used to trek tre- big boxes upstairs, yes. downstairs. And yes. I did it by myself for yes. a very long time. I didn't give a dag. It could have yeah. weighed 100 pounds. And yep. I was going to unpack the box at the end of the stairs and make 100 trips up and there down the go. stairs. And Whatever wh- it While took. managing the apartment complex you lived in. Oh, my God. <laughs> I did. She managed. She managed that. Yeah, I that's managed what I'm saying. It. This girl. This girl know what she's talking about. So when it comes to business, I've seen. Uh, I've seen people work, but I have never seen outside of James Brown, the hardest working person. This girl right here. I, I, I've seen it with my eyes. So I mean, she's up 
early in the morning and late at night still trying to make deals and it paid off. It paid off. I appreciate that. And yeah. I think, you know, I think that goes back to why I want to do this and why you and I are collaborating on this because I do believe that saying to whom much is given, much is required. Um, I think if you ask many entrepreneurs their why, mm -hmm. it's not, you would be surprised yeah. that it's not really about money. Yeah. No. It's about the other things that come with it, the ability to pull others up, mm -hmm. to set good examples for your culture. Um, and I think that's something that I think you've done extremely well. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, the, the money, like when you don't look at it, you know, in the money, uh, you know, on that side of the, of the, of the spectrum, you realize that money just started happen. It just started mm -hmm. falling in because it's like mm -hmm. you, you, you busy doing this and doing that and doing that. And that's thing, you know, you're like, wow, man, I'm, I'm getting this from, Something that I just love to do. I love doing what I do. Yeah. You know? And you, you see that more than more than not. And that's when the flips the the, the switch kind of flipped for me when I saw it it just happened before my eyes. Right, right. You know, um, but I think when you do good works, when you're a good leader, which mm -hmm. we'll mm -hmm. definitely talk about um in the upcoming episodes, when we talk about how we how we move through the world, right, how we right. lead others, how we touch others. It's important, and I think that's why that's our why Reggie and I, we are gonna say the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. But we, have we a lot do of that people. all the time. We have a lot of people coming in that will guide us in that right direction to help you follow that right direction. So you know that's the cool thing about it because you know we don't know everything. I know I don't know everything. No, I, I, yeah. and we're not gonna say we're not no. gonna say everything we're not correctly. Act like we know correctly, everything. that's right. We're going to put our foot in our mouths. Yeah. Uh, but I think if you understand, if people connect with us and understand our why, and the why is we just want to be a resource. We just want to help. Right. And whatever um, whatever we don't know, we want to find ways to get you the information you need, and we'll grow together. And they can help us. You know, yeah. you guys can uh, write in, call in, or whatever, however we're going to set it up so that you can say, well, you know, how about this? How about that? And if we can't answer, somebody else can. And if we don't know, if you know, let us know. Yeah, I think that's a, that's the yeah. biggest part of why right. we want to do this. And um, we'll be here until you guys don't want to hear yeah. what we have to say anymore. <laughs> when we run our course. Yeah, exactly. But we just want to share. And we are on all the social media platforms. Yes, yes, yes. We are Rich on Rich People's, People's Business. business Rich People's Business. what we trying to help everybody understand, you know, the, the, the how money works, how you could set up yourself to do things that you love to do and how you can get paid for doing things that you love to do. That's, that, that's mm -hmm. the most important thing. So that is true. And yeah. red, you love your, his, I love what I do. I love you, what I do. You love what you do, but, but we're going to talk about too on an upcoming episode. We're going to talk about, um, you know, having extra mm -hmm. streams, mm -hmm. extra streams mm -hmm. of income coming in. What's your, what's your secondary passion? Well, <clears throat> Comedy, stand up, and um, I got this little thing now. I do cameo, so a lot of times, you know, people request for me to do birthdays and and Halloweens and and um, Merry Christmases and things like that. So yeah. And mine, I love um, I love real estate. That's yes, <laughs> that's always been my. That was gonna be yes. my my, my um, go to first, and then I never had enough money to 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 buy real estate uh, but it's been something i wanted but to do, do since i was young and, and i'm so, in the stocks you like I the do stock market? i love the stock market man i i made a nice little change off of the stock market but it's been a little down lately but 
you know, one thing about the stock market, it goes back. It eventually comes back. So, and I think too, you're starting to get more into real estate. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I'm starting to uh, want to dip my toe into the stock market. So that'll probably well, be teach a me journey. And I teach you. Yeah, that'll be a journey so, that um that we take each other yeah. on. And I think the biggest thing is your tribe, is who you surround yourself. That's right. With and um their mindset and mm-hmm. how they um how they promote positive thinking in your right. life and right. um, support you. Um, so I read somewhere recently that you want to be, you want to surround yourself about around people that light up when you walk in the room. That's right. There's where the, that connection I where agree. they're always, where they, they're uplifting. You know, I hear, Oh, this is a hater. This is, I don't even know what that, I don't even, mm-hmm. I know what it is, but I don't, I would never even have those words come out of, out of my mouth because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even think about that. No, it's no. all positive. That's right. Thank you guys. We are Rich People's Business Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am Dana Haley. And I'm Reginald Ballard. <laughs> Check us out. Facebook, Twitter. Instagram and uh, TikTok. YouTube too. YouTube. Okay, cool. <laughs> yep. TikTok is Rich People's Biz. Right. Check us out, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Rich People's Business Podcast. Make sure to check us out on richpeoplesbusiness.com or hit us up on social media. Until next time, my friends, stay paid.